This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. People love choices. This holiday season, give choice gift cards and let them choose their own gifts. It's genius. Available in stores and at giftcards.com. Buy now. He should be sat at home watching Countdown with a digestive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, the only Watford Football Club podcast immortalised by Merwolves in a subway. I'm Justin. And I'm Carl. Been a while since you and I just had a chat, mate. Uh, I think after the Norwich game, it was. A lot's happened since then. An awful lot has happened since then. Do you want to start with the football? Do you want to start with... <laughs> what do you want to start? Should we well, start with the football? If, I mean, if we have to talk about the football... Well, that's, that's... well there's, there's sort of two or three things, really. There's the management change. Yes. Um, yeah, well, that's... A, that's. I mean, to be fair, every time we, me and you do get to speak to each other, it's generally because there's a new manager, because it happens so often. It does, yeah. Yeah, this will be the, uh, the second time this season that we've talked about a change of manager. I think it ties in quite nicely with some things that have happened to us regarding Roy. So let's just go back over the uh, the, the uh, timeline here. So we played Norwich on the Friday. On the Saturday and the Sunday, there was already rumours that Ranieri was gone, but it was just once they'd found someone who was going to replace him, then he would be announced as being gone. If I remember rightly, we were doing a Twitter space on the Monday because Ranieri had got sacked officially. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We did that until about, I don't know, half past five, something like that. And then about quarter to six, I missed a call on my phone. By the time I'd picked up who it was it uh, and rang them back, and I was speaking to the Five Live studio in Manchester, they said, oh, don't worry about that. We've already got Carl here. He's going to talk to us live on Radio 5 Live about Ranieri sacking to Tony Livesey. So where were you when you got the call? 
I literally just leaving work. I was just leaving work. I was over in Slough and I it was a missed call that I had and I phoned them back and it, I, I just literally went straight through to the guy. Yeah. So that was quite exciting because, um, yeah, I mean, you know, to be asked to go on national radio and give your opinion, I suppose that was quite an, you know quite a good thing to happen. And I was sitting there listening, thinking, oh, he's doing really well. Well done, Carl. Yeah, to talk to Tony Livesey as well, which is, is, is pretty cool. He's a Burnley fan as well. Yes, um, yes, I, I'm fully aware of that now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. For anybody that heard that, he completely mugged us off. Uh. Yeah, he called, it, he, he called the podcast Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Out. And then, yes. he, and then he cut yeah. you off and went, well, I wonder where he got that name from. Well, if you'd have held on another sort of 10 seconds, we'd have told you, one, that you got it wrong, and two, where it came from. Anyway, so the next day, I'm trying to get the, the timeline in my mind right here. The next day, we were on the Sports Social podcast, you and I. Yes. In the morning. Yeah. At that time, I can't remember because I've not listened back, but had Roy been appointed at that time? I can't remember. I think he had just. He had. Yeah, he had just. I think uh, maybe that morning. Maybe that morning. So, maybe that morning. So, yeah. So you and I were talking to the Sports Social podcast and, and yeah, we were saying, well, we think Roy's coming or Roy's just been announced or whatever. And I think we might have given a quick, we, it's it's an unusual appointment. We were a bit unsure about it all at the time. Mm. And then about three hours later, we got asked to go on PLTV. <laughs> Which was, yeah, which was mad. Yeah. It, it, it's it's been a bit of a roller coaster. The old uh, management. I, I almost feel like I was involved in it somehow. Yeah, I do. Like, as you well. know, we were a part of the process. Yeah, why are you asking us? So, so that was now that was a really strange thing because originally I got the message through and I said, "Is it okay mm. if my co-host comes comes on with me?" And they said, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine." So I sent you the Zoom link and I <laughs> I remember we're just about to go on air and I can see the TV uh, studio on my screen and I can see you in the Zoom link. And then I got a message through to say, or we got a message through to say, you need to be on separate Zoom links. So, mm. And he said, so what we're going to do, this is in my ear, the producer's telling me all this, while we're just about to go on air, we're going to cut Carl off and bring him in on another Zoom link. And he said, <laughs> yeah, all right, and disappeared. And I thought, and I, off I went. But hang on a minute. <laughs> I'm the only one who's got the contact with the studio. So I'm now <laughs> messaging the studio to say, please send me the Zoom link so I can send it to Carl so he can come on. While I'm doing that, you sent me a message to say, well, that went well. And I thought, oh, please don't. <laughs> that thought, please don't I, I, go. I've obviously not got a face for TV. I said, oh, God, <laughs> Please don't go, because I'm sure we ain't finished. As luck would have it, I got the Zoom link sent through. I sent it to you. And the next thing I know, we're thrown live on TV and I can see you. So I thought, well, thank God you're there. Mm. Um, and that was with Chris Brunt and uh, and a lady presenter. And we were talking about the appointment of, of Roy Hodgson. So that was a really weird sort of three days, that was. And, yeah. And, and, and since then, you know, fingers crossed, it looks as though we might be going on AFTV when the Arsenal game comes around. It's just gone absolutely mad. Uh, and um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's nice to be asked, isn't it? And it's uh, it's lovely. It's lovely. It's uh, again, I think we've I've said it before. We never started this to, to you know to do any of that, um, and it's above and beyond what certainly I expected. And um, you know, I think the Arsenal fan TV thing. I think that it splits it splits the audience a little bit because it is that kind of thing where people want to hate it, but they still watch it. Yeah, you know, because of what it is. But if you actually think about it. Technically, it's the pinnacle of what we're all doing in the sense of, you know, us and the other Watford podcasts. Yeah. You know, it's it's what started it all. It's what it's what kicks it on. And um, yep. like it or hate it, you know, it, it is what it is. And it's it, it's really popular, not just amongst Arsenal fans, but amongst football fans. So I, I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing to, to, to be invited on that. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward.
forward to that, actually. I mean, as you say, I'm not an Arsenal fan. I always really? watch it, especially if they lose. I go, right, I'm going to watch AFTV later on. Uh, it, I mean, it's the gift It's the gift that keeps on giving yeah. Arsenal fan TV. When they're going through the, uh, a bad spell, it's the first thing. It's, it's just before, Get it on before match of the day. Let's have a look what they're up to. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, it does tie in a little bit with football because, obviously, before Ranieri's sacking, the football was dreadful two wins in 13 games I believe was Ranieri's record which has to be up there amongst the worst mm-hmm. that we've ever had so the game since Norwich we've drawn with Burnley which was a bit of a, a nothing game but a clean sheet you know mm-hmm. you can't yep. moan at that and then the game against West Ham you went to that I believe freakish sort of goal not really the sort of goal you want to be just, conceding but it's the sort yeah. of goal that goes in when you're down on your luck isn't it that, exactly the, I was just going to say that is when you when you're down there you, you don't get you don't get the rub of the green you know the just the second balls don't bounce for you just nothing seems to go to go your way but you just got to keep hoping that <clears throat> at some point you know we're going to get a, a slice of luck and and, and capitalize on it but the, the Burnley game again split the split the group it was oh it's only Burnley you know and we we've drawn nil nil well greatest respect you know you've just seen what they've done with against Man United um yeah. the other night so it, you know it's not all bad and the West Ham game on another day we go on to win that uh, you know I've, I've spoken to a couple of West Ham fans that were at the game and and you know they're a similar opinion of me that we were we were unlucky. We we weren't particularly brilliant going forward, which I'm sure we'll, we'll cover in a bit. You know, we seem to have swapped defence for attack now. Yeah. Look, there, there, there's enough there for me to still have faith, and and for me to be saying that, then God, I think we, you know, well, there, there's something going right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think what what we need to reflect on is the fact that you and I at the beginning of the season thought we might get 61 points, which I can see you laughing. I'm uh, not. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm not ever doing one of those again. But. No, well, you are. <laughs> what you are going to do is we're going to do something slightly different, okay? We're going to go through these last few fixtures now, and we're going to just sort of do a, a win, lose, or draw prediction, and then we're going to sort of tally up what points we think we're going to get the rest of the season, I think, because instead of just predicting, you know, scores or whatever, uh, we'll go through the last games of the season. There's not many of them, mate, to be fair. So, so, eight, I think there's only eight away games left this season. Yeah, so there's I'm, not many at all. Yeah, it's not many. many at all. Yeah. So, uh, starting with... With, I'm going to write these down on this uh, on this white, oh, white board that was supplied to me by uh, Uwans TV. Uh, and then uh, thank you, Peter. Yeah, thank you, Peter. Uh, so the first one: Watford, Brighton this Saturday. Are Watford going to win, lose, or draw? Draw. You reckon we're going to draw against Brighton? Following Saturday. Aston Villa versus Watford. I mean, I, lose. Yeah, it's going to be in it. I can't see us winning that. Four days after that, we've got Crystal Palace at home on the win. 20- you reckon? Okay. Yeah, okay. that's our first win. We've got Man United away. That'd be nice uh, to do the double, wouldn't it? Be fantastic. But we have a terrible record at Old Trafford. We do. Um, do I go with my heart or just go with my heart? <laughs> no, no, let's just go with this. Go with Let, lose. Yeah, you're right. You're, right. <laughs> you're not wrong to do this. Then we've got Watford versus Arsenal on the 6th of March. Oh, I mean, that's another tough guy. They're all tough, and there's no easy games in the Prem, but. No, there isn't. No. If you give me a draw, I'll be happy. Should we go for draw? I'll have a draw. Oh, okay, and then we've got uh, Southampton versus Watford away. I'm going to have a little sneaky win. Yeah, okay. And then on the 19th of March, Watford versus Everton. Did beat them 5-2 away. Do sometimes could, have a fairly good record against could, Everton. That could be a huge game, you know. 
Yeah. You know, if it carries on looking like the way it is for them, that could be a massive game. Ooh, I don't know. You just don't know what... You just think that the team's down there, someone's going to go on a little run and you just hope it's us, don't you? Well, um, they're, they're in sort of being sucked in a little bit into the hole. Yeah, let's... In and around the bottom. At home, I'll go win. Yeah, okay, okay. Then we've got uh, Liverpool away. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> what do you reckon? I mean, the last um, time we beat Liverpool away, Tommy Mooney was up front in... Uh, yes, 99, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I I mean it could be close, but I'll go I'll go for a for a loss there. You're gonna go for a loss against the, the Liverpool. Okay, Leeds at home win. Yeah, you would think so, wouldn't you? Brentford at home. That's on the 16th of April. Oh, just drop your pen. Win. Win. Okay. Right. Okay. So we're picking up some wins here, Carl. I've got to yeah, say. Yeah, this, this is it. Yeah. That'll be it, though. That'll be the last win of the well, season. Well, yeah, because the next week after that, Man City away. Yeah. Okay. Well, lost. I mean, I'll let, I'll let you. Got, I'm just going to put the L. I'm not even going yeah. to refer to you on that one. Uh, Watford, Burnley. Uh, draw, because they'll be fighting for their lives still. Same as us. Okay. And then Palace away on the 7th of May. Oh, I hate going to Selhurst Park as well. As much as I would love a win, I'm going to say loss, lose. Roy Hodgson's old team, of course. I know, yeah. Just We don't travel well there over recent Sometimes periods. we do. Sometimes yeah, we do. Yeah, I know. It's I just, just, it's just I don't know. It's so, it's so hard to call this. This is a horrible game you're playing here. I know. And well, I've got no. I had no rec- no prior warning to this. No, uh, no, I wasn't going to give you any. No. All right. Following week, fifteenth of May. That's the day that uh, Rich Stevens will arrive at Vicarage Road. Hopefully, from his uh, his walk from the King Power. We're playing Leicester City at home. Win, lose, or draw. All right, I just because of that, I'm going to. Ha- we'll have a win. We'll have one more win for the season. All right. Because the following week, the final game of the season, Chelsea away. Draw. <laughs> Right, now, I'm going to top up these points. So if my maths is correct, that's 22 points there that you're predicting between now and the end of the season. We're on, what, 15, is it? 15, yeah. So that makes 37, which will make us safe, I think. I I kind of feel that this season could be you know, one of the lowest totals that a team stays up with. Yeah. I just think the, the way the fixtures are down there. And there's a couple of teams probably think they're safe at the moment. And I'll pick Brentford, you know, Everton, Leeds that could get pulled into it. And could... Well, we did. We did last time. We got pulled in. Yeah. Uh, last time we were sort of, sort of, you know, hovering, but not that bad, especially when Pearson was uh, in charge. And then we just got sucked into it. And then we just mm. never pulled out of it. So you just you just feel with a new manager bounce, at some point we will pick up a, a, a result that we're not expected to pick up. And I'm not saying you know we're going to beat Liverpool away or Man City, but certainly at home, you know, I just feel that we'll we'll, we'll get something. I mean, I'd, the only reason I've, I've really picked is to, to draw with Brighton on Saturday is because I think they're having an absolute stonking season, you know. And I just th- th- there's a lot for them to still be playing for. So just we just I almost feel we just need that one win. And it it will kind of just then start to kick into gear. I think you're right. I mean, I mean, the last time we won uh, was the 20th of November. Correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> which just seems like such a long time ago now. Well, yeah, that's, because, really that's, that's because that's because it was last year. Yeah, you are. But yeah, it, yeah. it was last year, and it was <laughs> it was a long time ago. I mean, going forward at the moment, I, I'm very unhappy with what's. I mean, li- listen, we've sorted the defence. Or we're sorting the defence. A clean sheet. They're looking 
much tighter. That game against West Ham the other day, had it had been under Ranieri three weeks previously, we might have lost that 3-0. I mean, it's, mm. you, you can't tell, but it looks as though Roy Hodgson has done something with the defence. But going forward, I just can't see where the next goal's coming from. Now, this is something that you and I were talking about last season when Ivic was our manager. Mm. Um, we were saying, where are we going to get a goal from? Where are we going to get goals from? And 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 it's it's not obvious to me where we are going to get goals from. I mean, Kutzka had a you know a header that went wide against West Ham. Did we have a shot on goal in that game? I, I can't remember if we did. Yeah, I don't remember the goalkeeper making too many saves. I'm not convinced about Joshua King. You know, I, I'm really not. He scored that hat trick against Everton, and thanks to Peter, we now realise he also scored a couple more since then. But. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I needed Peter to nudge us before I went. Oh. It's because there, it's because there hasn't been that many. You know, if you think about it, the the goals, are, you know, they're, they're spread amongst two games. Like the, the majority of us spread amongst two games. It was Everton and Man United, wasn't it? Yeah, you're quite right. But I mean, if we look through the last few results, lost one nil to West Ham, drew nil nil against Burnley, lost three nil to Norwich, one one against yeah. Newcastle. 4-1 against Leicester. That was the FA Cup. 1-0 Tottenham. You know, they beat us 1-0. We scored one against West Ham, one against Brentford, once one against Man City, one against Chelsea. It's hardly prolific, is it? It's, you know, no. I can't remember the last time you and I both stood up and cheered a goal at the Vicarage Road end together. It's just not happening, is it? No, it's not. And, you know, touched on it very briefly that it, it does seem at the moment that we've, you know, Dennis looks off the boil from what he was. There's the vlog that I did at West Ham. I'm in a, in a fantastic position behind the goal. And they, I forget who was making the run, but literally we were not one-on-one with the goalkeeper, but it was a case of, you know, have a, have a dig because there, there was a huge gap to the keeper's left. You know, just to just hit that hit that area of the goal. You know, at, at worst, he's got to make a save. Yeah, and we're just you know, it's almost like we're just trying to run it. You know, you can, like yeah. five aside, you can't shoot beyond the penalty spot. It's like, come on, guys, just have a you know, just look at their goal. Exactly what we're crying out for. They had a shot that was hopeless, and it took a wicked deflection. And they win the game. Yeah, it's just the luck, isn't it? It's just the yeah, luck. Yeah, and it's just not falling for us. And it's I, I was so frustrated at the end of that game. Not because I, because of the loss, because I'm you know as, as a lot of us are, we're used to that now. You know, I'm used to losing. Yeah. It's become it's becoming a habit, which you know I'm not enjoying in its own right. But it's horrible. I was. I, it's horrible, yeah, but I was more frustrated with the fact that we actually played bloody well. Mm. And we re- and at times we were the better side. And, you know, you just think one of those chances goes in, there's enough there now to defend and, and see out a game. You know, there's enough organisation, but it, it just seems every time we go a goal behind, mm. we have to go and commit and we have to go and chase the game yeah. because there isn't enough goals in our in our team currently. Mm. So, it, it, you know, so it's, it's two magnets just against each other just fighting. We've, we've swapped defence for attack and I don't yeah. know I don't know what the answer is actually you know no. normally I can sit here with you and go all we need to do is X, Y and Z or, or, but I don't know I generally don't know No I don't I mean this reminds me very much of the old days so when Graham Taylor uh, got us promoted uh, to the Premier League in 99 you know every week you'd turn up and you just thought, mm, we're not going to win this game. You know, it was loss after loss after loss, defeat after defeat. <laughs> Same thing, really, 
when Boothroyd got us promoted, defeat after defeat, you, you couldn't see how you were ever going to really win a game. And when we went up the last time, the previous time in 2015, all of a sudden those days were gone. It was, we can compete in this league. We mm. are good enough to be in this league. And obviously that, that came to an end. We've gone up again and we're now back to where we were. Is that expectations that have been set though by that, that first period of, of the Potsos and you know what they were doing with regards to the players that we had well and you know you know bringing in vidras and the, the Gianfranco Zolas and all that yeah and, and comparing it to now it hasn't got the same feel no about the, it the feel it's got now is the feel that we had when we previously had, yeah in 1999 yeah. 2000 when we mm. knew that these players aren't good enough yeah, yeah 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 these players aren't good enough and 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 they weren't because a lot of them were two years previously playing in the old division two mm-hmm. uh, the year previously in the old division one and they've now stepped up to the premier league there's a massive gap and they got found out i just think what we've got now is quite an old squad i think a lot of our players are quite old i think we've got a lot of people that really aren't that interested in watford to be honest with you uh, i'm not gonna you know point the finger or name names but i think there's several players that just don't care they're just picking up a, a, a paycheck at the end of the day and they're, they're doing their job but there's no commitment or heart towards the team at all it's just I'm picking up my wages I'm kicking the ball around that's what I'm paid to do thank you very much there's no yeah. passion for the club at all maybe a lot of this does tie back to what you and I have discussed about previously where in the old days players would go into the community they would go into local pubs and do dart tournaments or whatever it was or they'd go to local schools or whatever it is, and they'd be involved in the community, they could see the fans. They could talk to the fans. The fans could talk to them. It's just a massive disconnect that, you know, these players just pick up their wages. They're not really that bothered if they win or they lose. It doesn't really matter. That's the perception that I, I take from it. And it's it's very hard to watch. It's yeah. very hard to watch. You know, I don't... Do you feel particularly connected to any of those players? I mean... No, no, I don't. You know, it's difficult to get that bond that you're talking about, it, it, it feels very much like, and, and we've said this before, that we are customers rather than fans. And that's something I don't, I don't like the feel of, you know, I've been very critical of the recruitment policy at the club. I think that's a huge part of what we're experiencing at the moment. The, the, the one shining example who, who, you know, I have noticed um, is the uh, camera, the new um, left back who seems to be trying to integrate himself into, you know, big, a fan's favourite and, and and saying and doing all the right things, you know, with regards to, to getting into the, I don't know if you saw the Burnley game afterwards. Yeah. You know, just stuff like that. It's just, Hasn't he given? Was he the guy also who gave a shirt to someone? That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on, on on Twitter. Someone wasn't. Someone's mum wasn't very well, well. Excuse me if I got that incorrect, but somebody wasn't very well. And how? And he's come on and how about a shirt to cheer him up? You know, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what our club's about. Yeah. Just him doing that at the moment. He he's a player that I, I you know I really want him to succeed at the club. I really want him to do well. Just based on his attitude that I've seen yeah. what, two games. Yeah. You know, so yeah, he looked pretty good on Tuesday night as well against West Ham. Mm. I thought he was. Quick, really quick. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. wanting to go forward and doing the sort of things that we've wanted a, a left back to do for a while. So in the in the cold light of day, I think Roy Hodgson is the right person now to, to see this last or this mm. final act out for this season. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's going to hate him if he can't keep us up. You, you look, I think you touched on it. He's got nothing to lose. No. Nah. You know, he's just, if it doesn't work out, he still picks up his paycheck. He goes back to retirement. Doesn't uh, matter. There's but a brilliant if, if tweet keep... I read somewhere when he got appointed. Someone said he should be sat at home watching Countdown with a digestive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I, I just see him still with a ball at his feet, and I think that he's got so much enthusiasm for his age. You know, no disrespect, you can't judge someone, but you know, by the by the cover. But so much enthusiasm for the game still at, yeah. at, at his age, and it, you can't help but kind of kind of love that. Sports social now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show Never Write Off the Germans in partnership with my Diesel Claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan or an occasional bandwagon jumper, you're supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. Here at the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be OK. Sport Social. Hi, this is Dougie Brimson, and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, which is pretty awesome. This uh, Kurt Zuma thing now, don't even get me started on him. That whole thing is absolutely disgusting. Anybody that treats uh, an animal like that is there's something wrong with you, I think, really. Yes, yeah, you... completely. And, and the fact that the fact he played against us. What, well, what's Stanford, you know, what's David Moore's or what's well, he's he's lost a lot of respect now. David Moyes. Yeah. I think a lot of people have sort of said, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's it now, Moisey. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. It, 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 they have fined him, I believe, two weeks' wages. Did you see how much oh, that is, by the that, way? That's a shame. Yeah, exactly. Did you see how much two weeks' wages is to Kurt? Two, to Kurt 250k. Now? Yeah, quarter of a million pounds. Mm. Jesus. I see, I see his brother's his brother's been suspended from Dagenham and Red. Yeah, uh, that, Red I, that won't be 250,000 pounds. No. I wouldn't have thought. No, no, no. Probably no, three, 400 quid. But because yeah, he filmed it, yeah. didn't he? His bro- his brother no, filmed they're it. Fuck- the greatest, man. You get the bleep button, they're fing Idiots. Yeah, they are. You know, well, well, forget the act. You know, the act is one thing, which is cruelty and completely out of order. But I'll tell you what, let's film it and put it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To a, to, to, a, to a nation of animal lovers. My God. No, and I believe the cats have been taken away from him as Good. well. So, yeah. Good. No, no, I, 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 hope they, I hope they find loving homes in, a, in a, a Millwall supporter's house and they're looked after. Yeah. Did you see, ironically, the same night that that happened, there was a cat walked onto the pitch. I think it was Sheffield Wednesday I, game. I did. I thought it was brilliant. There was loads of like memes that were coming out about it, obviously. <laughs> you know, which yes. you should, uh, it's just, I don't know. Football is, is one of those things that whenever something happens like this, it, it's at the forefront, you know, and we've had the other end of it with, with Mason Greenwoods and, 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 it's now gone to this and yeah. people are trying to compare it and it, you can't. They're two separate entities. They're two separate things. No, you know, but, don't, but you see, don't get involved in that. But the banter side of things came out on Tuesday with that's how your cat feels when he got crocs. Yeah, I was part of it. Yeah, and, it was and brilliant. booing and, every time he got the ball and all the rest yeah, of it. And West, West, Ham, West Ham fans were booing. But, you know, the whole ground was booing when he touched that ball. Well done, Watford. It was in the paper all the next day on Sky News and all that. Watford fans were giving him grief and all the rest of it. So well done. And that's what football's all about that 
instant spark of a whole group of people thinking the same thing. And then... Yeah, there's, there's no better place for football fans to go and sum certain situations up in just, you know, a few syllables. It's amazing. <laughs> it's just always amazes me how that can, you know, he gets crocked and all of a sudden, split second later, that's how your cat Posh. feels. That's, that's brilliant. Feels, yeah, yeah uh, that's, that's why I love football and football crowds. And long may that continue, I say. Hi everyone, it's Nick Wright. You're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So Brighton on Saturday, you going? Of course. Yep. I'll probably too. be sat next to you. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon that might happen. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe might go into the bunker pre-match because um, the, the the Roy Moore interview mm. that we did, which is uh, our last sort of full podcast, if you like, um, that's gone mad on the numbers. That's what I knew it would. I knew yeah. it would. Yeah, honestly, it, I think that's one of our most listened to podcasts ever. It, it's it's got a great story, and you know, it, I, I'm the, the the bit I'm most surprised. I, I am, and I'm not. But was how many people have come forward on comments and stuff like that asking Roy about the bunker because they didn't know about it? Because a, a similar thing to you, you know, they thought it was a, a supporters club only eighteen eighty one, you know, all, all that. So hmm. really worthwhile for me to 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 do, you know, to hear Roy, you know the you know financial situation everything the whole yeah, thing yeah. was interesting so yeah um and I, I i did a bit of editing on that one you can yes tell. you did you did do some editing yeah. on that one yeah yeah well I'm, i might going forward mate we've now got two editors for the podcast so oh, you, you, i want to pay rice you didn't enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a job isn't it it's a bit of a oh, job i think that was Four days, I think, because I said, I said, I've got to do this in sections. <laughs> it can take over your life if you're not careful editing podcasts, I tell you. It is, it is a strain. But, you know, once it's all done it's, and in the can, it's fine. But uh, I'll certainly throw a few more your way in the future, mate. That's, that's good to know that you're capable of doing that now. You've just proven yourself, so Great, bad, thank you. bad luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, the, the bunker then maybe uh, pre-match I might pop down there and everyone go down there and have a look at Moosey. Yeah, uh, that's 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 well worth looking at. That's the best. That's the shining piece of memorabilia on display. Moosey, it's fantastic. So, yeah, it's good to know that um, people might start, you know, going in there pre-match. Um, good, good news there. Yeah, um, good. I mean, and whatever's spent in there obviously goes towards the, the, you know, the displays and what happens inside the Vic. So it's yeah. it's all worthwhile. I can't believe how much all those flags and everything cost. You know, Crazy, isn't it? Crazy madness. amount of money. Yeah, you'd have thought even in this day and age you could have got sort of a bit of plastic on a stick for less than four pounds, whatever it is. You know what I mean? How much? I can't remember. Was it already four or twelve pounds? I can't remember. Twelve pound, twelve pound of flag, and he had pound of flag. I can't remember when he said, but four hundred went missing, didn't they? The first yeah, game. That, that was it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So get down, get down the bunker, buy a couple of pints, and um, reimburse Roy for the flags that got stolen. Hi, this is Amin Abdi, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Now you had a phone call this week with. Um, one of our old legends. I did, I did, yes, uh, Mr. Ronnie Rosenthal. Yeah, uh, we had a we had a chat. Uh, he's over in uh, Tel Aviv at the moment, but has agreed to um, to come onto the podcast. So m- massively looking forward to that. Um, what a career he's had. You yeah. know, not not just at Watford, but you know, throughout. I'm sure it'll come out of the conversation naturally. You scored a lot of goals, haven't you, Ronnie? You missed many. That could be. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ronnie, I'm going to take you back, yes. Villa Park. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because he's gone round the keeper. Yeah. He's just got to put it in, and he <laughs> wellies it. And it goes crash, and it, he hits it so hard it goes back over him. And he's outside the box. That's how hard he's hit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor old Ronnie. Yeah, we'd probably take that in a bit. I think <laughs> we talk to him. Maybe. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'll, I'll drop it in right at the end. 
Yeah, once he's done everything. Ronnie, now you've done that, you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Can we just ask you about one thing? We've got one final question here. Yeah. <laughs> Do not scratch your eyes! Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you don't mind doing that, that'd be great. And obviously, share episodes with your friends if you've enjoyed them. Um, look out for us on our socials at DNSYE underscore podcast on Twitter, on YouTube, Carl. It's DNSYE podcast. There you go. And on Facebook, we are DNSYE. Give us a follow on all the socials. That'd be great. Don't forget also to give some money to Rich Stevens. He's at Inside the Orange podcast. He's walking from Leicester City's ground to Watford's ground in May. I think his target is £1,000. He's up to about £200 last time I looked. So, yeah, if you've got a few spare pennies lying about, please consider giving some money to Rich. Right, mate. Well, I'll catch up with you on Saturday. I might actually pop into the bunker, actually, pretty much. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh... I'm thinking that's a that's a plan. Go and see Roy, see what's happening down there, and, and obviously any Hornets fans listening to this, make sure you get yourselves down there as well. Come and see me and Justin. We'll even let you buy us a beer. I I certainly would. Yeah, if you're going to do that, <laughs> let me know. Let me know in advance. I'll leave the car at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So definitely, if you want to, if you want to um, see us down the bunker, we'll probably be down there pretty much, unless something else happens, which. Probably won't, but we won't go into that now. We won't go into that. And um, the uh, match day vlog will be uh, will be recording um, on Saturday. So yeah, maybe even get involved in that. Yeah, that's a good point actually. If you want to be in our vlog, pop down to the bunker pre-match if we're there, which we should be, and uh, you can you can appear in that. Also, we've started doing Twitter spaces after games. Home games, probably going to be about half past five by the time we run it up to give us time to sort of get home and do it rather than do it on the way home. A bit more comfortable doing it from home, really. Away games normally straight after. Um, so if you want to get involved in our Twitter spaces, they, they become quite popular. It's your chance to have your say immediately after the game. And I did notice the other day, by the way, that Rodney Marsh was listening. If my mum knew Rodney, Mar- Rodney Marsh was listening, she would have a meltdown. She used to love Rodney Marsh. He, he was listening, mate. His his avatar popped up and I clicked it and it was him, verified account. Mr. Chris Stark has been on in the past. Really, if you want to just have your say after the game, good or bad, usually better bad. We don't want bad results, but however, it does make better Twitter spaces, I've got to say. But yeah, you're, you're more than welcome to, to, to jump in. Just go on a Twitter straight after the game, look for our Twitter account and there'll be a post on there and it'll say Twitter spaces or whatever. Click that and start listening and then you're in. And if you want to um, talk, just press request and I'll bring you in. And you can have you say it's been good fun i've been i've been enjoying hosting those they've been um you never quite know what's going to happen in those do you no it's good and it, the, the thing i do like is you're actually getting other fans on as well not just what for fans not even necessarily the team we're even playing no you know just 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 football fans and and nine times out of ten all, all really nice guys and and, and no it's, it's been it's been really good i've enjoyed it yeah i think there's been one where we had um a nigerian on wishing us all the worst bless him bless him <laughs> apart from that it's been great that's, and- that's why he didn't win the african cup of nations <laughs> oh now you've done it i've got to start banning people off our accounts now now you've done it <laughs> <laughs> great big memes with frogs and things that i don't really fully understand <laughs> clogging up our feed thanks mate you're a pal right anyway um it's probably time to say goodbye so hopefully three points on saturday um you'll know how we feel about the game straight away on twitter if you come onto the spaces um so until then we'll see you later see you later you owns.
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.